0: it's august 14th 2021 and welcome to episode 62 of the baby metal podcast we gather in the podcast discord server on alternate weeks to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of baby metal we invite you to join us whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived i'm paul and i am joined by kevin where are we how do we what do we do how do we do this again and maggie (laughs)
1: it has been so long (laughs) yes
0: yeah so it's been uh uh, the the previous episode um you know as we were sort of just looking at the dates and things uh, last time we recorded was in june it's now mid-august yeah (laughs) and we skipped all of july oops (laughs) so and some things have happened i mean it hasn't has not been a particularly dense news time but there's some stuff to talk about and so uh that's Oh, that's the plan basically is we're gonna we're gonna catch up on July all, yeah. the, all the various news things yeah. so
1: the things
0: one one actual like the the leadoff thing that maybe we'll we'll mention here uh it's surprisingly it has not gotten much news play at all <laughs> but um there is a uh, there's a con- uh, convention a fairly large convention called Dragon con that's in uh, Atlanta at the beginning of September It's in the u.s Labor Day weekend time mm-hmm. and uh it's been going on for a long time it's it's gigantic uh you know it's it, yeah. it's not comic-con gigantic but it's it's nevertheless gigantic
1: it's relatively it's yeah it's pretty huge yeah. yeah
0: and so there there are a bunch of tracks that uh, happen you know this there's, there's sort of large invited guests from the various the sort of entertainment sectors Uh, And then there are sort of many different tracks of events and panels and things like that that happen. And in particular, there is a Silk Road track, uh, Asian Cinema and Culture. And uh, they have, for the first time, apparently, they are going to have a baby metal panel. Yeah. So that's exciting.
1: Yes, that is pretty awesome. (laughs) And
0: perhaps even more exciting (laughs) from our perspective is that uh, we're doing it. So it's um yes it's uh it'll be Kevin and me and AJ Hartley, uh, who AJ Hartley is the mm-hmm. one who who organized it and invited us. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's pretty cool.
1: Mm-hmm. So yeah, unfortunately, I will not be attending.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's so soon.
1: <laughs> yeah, it, it was kind of a jump, and unfortunately, work schedule. Uh, wasn't able to accommodate such, so yeah.
0: yeah. But yeah, so I think uh, and we're not quite sure exactly uh, uh, how this is going to go, but uh, um, it's going to be fun to plan it in the next two weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it's on Friday afternoon is the uh, the current plan. Uh, everything I've ever seen mm-hmm. from from uh, the Dragon Con, you know, sort of promotional stuff uh, has kind of highlighted the fact that the schedule is very fluid. Mm-hmm. Um, I think both Kevin and I are hoping that it's not so fluid that, you know, our flights, you know, arrive and leave at times when the, that don't allow us to attend the panel, <laughs> but <laughs> it right. should be Friday afternoon,
2: Friday, September 3rd. So if you're in the greater Atlanta area, come
0: check out the baby metal panel. We'll say hi. Yep. Yep. All right. Uh, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. We'll, uh, we might, if we're allowed to, we may dump some of the, uh, audio for that from that on the feed, mm-hmm. but.
1: I think that would be really cool.
0: Yeah. Uh, what else? Let's see. Um, so we had, I didn't even write down the, when the date was of this, but the, uh, the encore stream happened. The, um, the, you know, uh, Budokan 10 on the Western. Stream.
1: I believe that was July 24th. Okay. That was a Saturday.
0: So, uh, just to recap, <laughs> partly from myself, um, there was the paid stream, which was Budokan Night Ten. Uh, then Wowow mm-hmm. wow played the Myth. Um, their their you know their um, three part broadcast uh, that was also this same show, but missing a couple of songs. And then there was a kind of like a Western focused encore stream, um, which
1: mm-hmm.
0: was, that wasn't YouTube, right? It was still that was still a live ship. It
1: was on their live own. Ship? Okay, it was. Well, the Encore version was on their own website through Danny, oh, I cannot remember his name, but he is Danny Something Presents, who is a, he does a lot of um, organizations for a lot of popular music festivals here in the U.S.
0: Okay, yeah, I do remember getting... Uh,
1: Danny Wimmer, that's his name, Danny Wimmer. Okay,
0: yeah, and there was a, uh, I, I remember the receipt <laughs> from that. Um <laughs> because I was trying to later on piece together who's Danny, who's this Danny guy? <laughs> why did I pay?
1: Um, if you're familiar with what uh, Rock on the Range used to be mm. in Ohio, mm. um, it was it was that group before they split apart and then Danny Wimmer started his own mm. thing. and he's the one who does most of the major stuff like like I said, well, it's now Sonic Temple, um, welcome to Rockville, uh, Aftershock, which Baby Model has played before, a lot of big big name festivals.
0: Cool, and part of the selling point was that this was a director's cut, um, uh, <laughs> and you know, actually, the when we were we were going to record the last time we were going to record was actually just after this aired, and I think we were we we were in kind of a bad mood about that, a little bit,
1: <laughs> a little bit, yeah. So
0: it it seemed like it maybe might have been just as well not to record and talk about it but uh the director's cut mm-hmm. it was it was sold as basically just like you know a re-edit uh so it wasn't going to be the same exact thing as the uh the paid live ship stream uh but
1: little did they know it was the same exact thing
0: <laughs> well it wasn't no it wasn't i mean there were there were like 72 frames or something that were different
1: <laughs> it was so so minor <laughs>
0: yeah so uh and lower that's quality okay. Yeah, that's right. It was about half the bit rate. It was about half the bit rate.
2: I noticed that immediately. That was the first thing I noticed as soon as yeah. it went live. Yeah. I was like, wow. This does not look as good as the one I watched the first time.
0: Yeah. yeah. So, bit rate wise, Wow Wow comes in at the top <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> and then the paid live stream and then the encore stream. So, you know, it, it was nice that they did make it at mm-hmm. sort of like a time that's convenient for the the West and that sort of thing, um, yeah. But um,
1: so we can't really complain. Yeah,
2: getting
0: together, getting together
2: cause... to watch it at noon with a couple of friends and not one o'clock in the morning was was appreciated. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know why it had to be such a low bit rate, though. Um,
2: well, okay, <laughs> anyway. let's be clear: the bitrate was four thousand kilobits per second, four megabytes per second, which is half of what it was for the domestic live streams they did, but. That's still not terrible. Like, it's yeah. noticeably worse. But I would honestly... I would wager that if you hadn't watched the first one, you probably didn't notice that it was a lower bitrate. Mm-hmm. Or if you're not in the know on how that technology works, you probably weren't going to notice.
1: Don't really care. Or care. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're just like, it's baby metal. Yeah. I don't care what bitrate it is. Just yeah. show it to me. And it's
2: not like it was unwatchable. <laughs> um, what was that... Right. What was that stream like their first stream during the pandemic one of those shows i remember vividly being able to count the pixels on my hand at one point <laughs> yeah. because the bitrate was on so bad eyes. like it was it was so bad it kind of memed on twitter with the western and japanese fans because it was <laughs> literally like your screen i have a screenshot still somewhere of all 14 pixels that were on the screen at one point
1: yeah there was there was some issues i do vaguely recall that
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah no i think that might have been um, one of those multiple act shows Uh, i'm trying to remember now what the what the name of it was but they participated in in i think a couple of those things where where Mm -hmm. it was streamed uh, you know it was it might have been nhk or something you know some channel like that oh maybe it was one of those yeah
2: the point i was trying to make is that this was still very much watchable yeah, it was just a kind of a mm. layer of disappointment when I was already annoyed that it was clear that the edit really wasn't all that different when right. they're, when they're yeah. selling it, and their major selling point of buy, buying it again was that this is a director's cut.
1: Right.
0: Though I think there were there were still a lot of people who had not seen the first one who were experiencing the second yeah. one mm-hmm. alone, and definitely them, yeah. that was probably you know that was still probably fine. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we're really pulling hairs here. <laughs> is that what you do with them? Yes. You don't split them, you pull them. I pull them. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. The, um, hey, yeah, I was going to say actually, the, the other issue, I suppose, is that they just use a lot of fire. And, uh, you know, fire, <laughs> mm. fire shows you what the bitrate is. And uh,
1: that's, now that you mentioned that, yeah, that's kind of, that's kind of true. Yeah.
0: But, um, yeah, Songs of Tokyo, uh, is what Morbo suggests in the chat. And I think that's, that's probably awesome. what, I, that what we were right. thinking of. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that one was terrible. Yeah. That one was bad.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so uh, what else was different? I don't know. Somebody did actually go through and, and look at the, um, you know, like the frame yeah. by frames. But uh... mm-hmm.
1: To be completely fair, I honestly thought they might have added a little, like a tiny bit more of the commie band, but I was apparently wrong. <laughs> I felt like it. there was more of them included in the encore, but... So no, the, things, the things, the things I noticed
2: because, well, so right when it ended, I have a local copy of the first one mm-hmm. and I played it because I wanted to make sure I wasn't going insane that the, the first streams bitrate was twice that of what I had just seen. So I wanted mm-hmm. to confirm that. And I wanted to confirm that I wasn't going crazy, that I didn't notice any differences. And like Paul mentioned, somebody did go through and point out the very subtle differences, but like he said, it's frames here and there. It's, you know, Mm -hmm. a different angle for this one second at this one moment (laughs) a couple of times. Like there's if you show them to two people back to back, you probably wouldn't even notice.
0: I mean, this is entirely invented, but it it feels to me like what's happening is somebody has the task of editing this for the Blu-ray and we are getting, you know, sort of snapshots in time (laughs) of of their progress. You know, so Mm -hmm. they they made a couple of edits and probably those edits will be on the Blu-ray. Yeah. Uh, You know, so there's slight differences, but not not quite what they made it sound like.
1: Either way, it was a really good show. True. (laughs) Either way, it was pretty fantastic. I mean, they were all very far shots, up close shots, not a whole lot of snapping back and forth, um, which happened a lot in the last couple big shows. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, just overall, it felt really, I guess, clean would be the best way that I could say it as far as the show mm-hmm. being put together, which I think we mentioned that in the last podcast too, that we were all pretty impressed with the show design and all that stuff. So yeah.
2: Yeah. Well mixed, well edited, well shot.
1: Yes.
0: Mm-hmm. And I have to say, so I did, I did spend a little bit of time. I didn't do, you know, do quite the, the frame by frame uh, analysis that other people did, but I did run both of them next to each other just to see, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that experience was actually kind of, pleasant. I mean like I I noticed a lot more in the show even though they were the same in both.
2: <laughs> sure. <laughs> you know, like
0: I w- I was uh, focusing on it was a uh, kind of interesting
2: actively watching.
0: Yeah. Mhm. So, I'm kind of glad that I was forced to do that though. In in a sense it would have been nice if there had been some differences.
1: <laughs> Although there was one difference. Like there was actually one major difference that I noticed. There was actually one. It was an audio edit though. It was during Papaya. Yeah. Um Because in the original uh, broadcast, Sue was enjoying herself a lot to the point where she was really off key and just doing whatever she felt she wanted during Papa. Yeah. Don't know, but the girl was having fun, so I'll give her credit. In the encore, they edited that. She was on key. Mm. She was singing the way it was, you know, normally sung. Yeah. And she, it was on key. So that was the one thing that I did notice, because I remember making a comment about it during the sh- the original broadcast. And I was just like, you know what? You get it, girl. <laughs> <laughs> you do you. But this time I was just like, oh, because I was tell- actually telling people, I was like, oh, yeah, there's this point where it, and, and it didn't happen. I'm like, mm, all right. So that was a major edit during that. Broadcasts the secondary broadcast
0: that's interesting yeah I, I remember you mentioning that uh when we were you know when it, we only had the live stream one the first one mm-hmm. and uh mm-hmm. and i and i didn't i hadn't noticed it and i yeah. never went back and looked <laughs> but but uh, that is interesting and when i and yeah. when i say looked i guess i mean mm-hmm. listened but um yeah i will have to do that
1: so most likely i think your hypothesis about it being, the encore being the potential edit for the Blu-ray is most likely correct. Yeah.
2: That's plausible, for sure. Yeah.
1: I guess we could put three screens up together. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> yep. <laughs> How far can we go into this?
0: <laughs> so, let's see. Take our notes. <laughs> right, right. Now
1: it, All right, sorry. It's,
0: it, it was definitely a good show, though. It's, um...
1: Mm, for sure.
0: Quite impressive, but... Uh, By now, I feel like we've seen it many times. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: Yes, well worth though, I think.
0: Uh, Okay, let's see. So that's the encore stream, I guess. Uh, I'm not sure that we have Mm -hmm. much more to say about that. Not Um, really. Oh, in the I didn't put in the show notes, but we did this uh, thing for uh, AJ Hartley's, you know, thank you Mm -hmm. project, Um, Mm -hmm. and that uh, that hit the stream, I guess, right? Um, At Uh, least the YouTube stream
1: week. Was it last week? So, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so if you want to see our pretty mugged faces, uh-huh. <laughs> check it out on the YouTube's.
0: Yeah, so uh, we recorded we recorded a, a thing, you know, together and sent it in, uh, and then AJ Hartley sort of like edited it together with everybody else's contributions, and so you mm-hmm. can see his, you know, the whole project on his YouTube uh, channel. But we put our own sort of like uncut version uh on ours you know it's not it's i don't think anything was particularly left out it's just uh it it mm-hmm. was just us yes so.
1: yeah just edited me out being weird as normal <laughs> so i was that was appreciated that was totally appreciated
0: <laughs> so in other old news uh the record store day vinyl designs were revealed record store day happened they were shipped and have arrived. <laughs> yes.
1: <laughs> yes. So,
0: um,
1: and they are actually all really, really cool looking. They look nice, yeah. They were really, really neat. I I kind of liked the, because the, the Metal Galaxy ones on the double side was the covers for the Sun and Moon mm. uh, limited editions. And see, I would have liked it on that way than the other way myself. I would have liked to have had that on disc, but... Of course, you know, it is what it is. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But uh, even I think I think one of the baby like the baby metal edition one um, had a really cool backing of like the masks in outlined in red with the S, Y and M on it. I thought that was really neat. And that was an image I've not seen before, which also that kind of predates me being a fan as well. But um, I had not seen it and I thought that was pretty neat, too. And then I think one, I think one side of the disc had the limited edition cover for Baby Metal, mm-hmm. um, and then the Metal Resistance one, I believe, also had the limited edition cover on one side as well. Right. Um, I can't recall the rest of them off the top of my head, though.
0: Yeah, the um, I, I believe that the design you were talking about uh, on the on the first album is actually mm-hmm. uh, that's in the um, if you were to get the vinyl, the original vinyl, you would have. Seen that? I think mm-hmm. inside or on the back or something. It's
1: oh, okay. So I didn't realize that. I don't
0: think it's a that's new cool. design.
1: Yeah, I, I, I assumed probably not. Like I said, I that kind of predates me, but it was still neat yep. though.
0: Yeah, they, they look nice. <laughs> yeah, it's
1: pretty cool.
2: Mine is sitting at Tenso. I haven't seen it yet. Ah. Uh,
0: oh. Uh, yeah, mine sat at Tenso for a while and then. I think I was I was coming up on the consolidation time, and there's nothing else happening, so I just mm. sent it. Mm-hmm.
2: I have stuff from I other groups a... in the wind ah. still.
0: So. Yeah, I, 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 there are some things I passed on. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, not being the vinyl aficionado, I guess. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. So anyway, those are cool. Uh, also, I think in the, uh, the another thing that's in my in front of me here in the show notes is that, um, couple metal had this series of things in Da Vinci news. Uh, there was a little series of essays there were actually 16 of them. They've now concluded and uh we'll talk about the contents of those later but one thing that's kind of interesting that he ended up with uh, on that was that he said i'm not sure that i buy the the narrative here but uh he sort of at the end said you know i've come to the sudden conclusion that i'm going to produce this as a book <laughs> so so <laughs> mm-hmm. he's going to he's going to release all 16 essays plus a few um in a in i thought
1: i thought that was actually a thing I thought that there was actually a book coming out, or maybe it was just because of the translation of that. Maybe I don't know. Oh yeah,
0: well no, I mean like in the sixteenth part, he announced that this is going to be a book, uh, and then there's oh, going to okay, be some okay. extra parts. So we're
2: getting the okay. baby metal so version. So I
1: wasn't, I wasn't going to it. me
2: the baby metal version of the Federalist yes. Papers.
0: Yeah, but so it's um, uh, I'm not actually sure what the book is going to be called, but it's the the series has been something like metal or not metal um and that's the stuff you know where he was talking about the the ramen and, and the beer and, and all that um,
1: yes but. he is a very interesting human as i always mention mm-hmm. <laughs> he's kind of kind of a cool guy seems like he, you know catch him on a day in in the bar mm-hmm. and i'm sure he'll, after a few drinks few rounds he'll probably be like like the meme where the guys like aliens he's kind of like that just kind of ramble off stuff and just, I don't know. He seems like he'd be kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Yeah. Anyway, I I do want to talk through some of the content of that, but um, it's interesting that there's a a book coming out. No publication details that I know of yet, but
1: Mm -hmm. Uh,
0: okay. Let's see. Uh, What else? Momoko. We can talk about Mm -hmm. that. Um, Anyone else want to describe that?
1: (laughs) Sure. Um, so one of our three adorable Avengers, who's helped in the last few years, Momoko. Uh, she, after her stint at Budokan, is now part of a Korean uh, reality TV show called Girls Planet 999. Basically, the um, the thing of it is, is that she is competing against 98. <laughs> yep. Yes, I said 98. Other girls.
0: At least it's not 998.
1: <laughs> yeah. From Korea, from China, and from Japan to basically break it down into a new idol group. Um, there's weekly voting, and they do all sorts of different things. Um, it's K-pop Survivor. Performances. It's okay. essentially K-pop Survivor. Um, but then... You know, it breaks down to like I think nine, like nine members or something. I thought I yeah. saw, um, but yeah. So she's performing or she's she's participating in that to potentially become one of these new members of this new idol group. So that's pretty cool, I think. Um, and if you want to support your fellow baby metal member, former member, whatever, uh, there is an app called Universe. You can download it, and it definitely gives you all sorts of update about. Girls Planet 999, and you can vote. Yeah. And it is very accessible to both, uh, Eastern and Western fans. So it's pretty nice. Uh, although the app does crash on occasion.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what I was going to but- say. A lot of people have heard a lot of complaints about the app. <laughs> yeah, the app's yeah, really not it, it good. It does
1: crash on, a vaca- on occasion. But, um, like currently, right now, you can vote. Basically, kind of, I guess, who goes into the next round of things. I'm not like exactly 100% sure because I don't watch the show. I'm just voting just because. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) I'm just like, Momoko, here we go. (laughs) But uh, there is a round of voting going on right now where you have to vote for uh, They're part of like cell groups, which is one girl from each country, um, which the two girls Momoko is paired up with are actually quite adorable and nice and seem pretty talented as well. So I've been voting for them as well. Um, and then you get to choose individual up to three from each country. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of how the voting for this one starts out at this time.
0: And it's uh, it's unfortunately it's not up to three. It's exactly three, or you can't vote. Yes, <laughs> which is really irritating because oh, oh, I know yeah. exactly one person here. Yeah,
1: yeah. I've been kind of like, okay, well, you know, this person seems nice. I don't know. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I've I, I've been you know to the extent that I thought about it, I've, I've basically picked Momoko and then like random other people, like hoping I can diffuse the non Momoko vote. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. (laughs) We'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, I mean, these shows
2: are super rigged. Yeah. She probably, she has a snowball's chance in hell of winning this thing. I think it's super slanted to the Korean audience. Um, Mm. What well, yeah, else
0: is it trying to make, right? A no, the, the K-pop group.
2: Yeah, that's by design. They're making a K-pop group. So the the odds of her breaking through all of that noise, even in a legitimate contest, are I think probably pretty low. Um, yeah. And you add the layer of, you know, the show is rigged by design. <laughs> um, so
0: I, in the end, is it going to be three from each country? Is that the idea? The ultimate nine?
1: I, I honestly don't know. No, I think it's... I really um, don't.
2: I think it's like seven Korean girls and one of each or something like that.
1: <laughs>
2: yeah. Oh, well. It's.
1: Yeah. That's there's, yeah, It's
2: not three, three, three.
1: Yeah. But still try to do it anyway. Vote for homo go. <laughs> Just in case. Maybe they'll change their minds and realize that they messed up.
2: <laughs> yeah. Dragon Fury confirmed that in chat. Seven Korean girls, one Chinese girl, one Japanese girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, She's currently I think sitting in the mid 30s, 35, 36 last I saw in the fan voting poll. So oh. she'll she'll oh. make it oh, well, a few rounds. I mean that's Yeah, still she's doing good. all right. She'll make it a few rounds of this, but they've released two episodes of the show and she's had a grand total of like 4 seconds of screen time. So I see. Yeah.
0: yeah. And I mean, you know, like whenever there are votes, you know, the baby Metal fan base votes and everybody t- takes pride in like the the way they can like swing votes but i i don't i think they're like an entire quantum level below yeah. the k-pop fandom oh yeah <laughs> and they're voting yeah, absolutely
1: true <laughs> that is very accurate <laughs>
0: so
2: and i don't think she speaks korean so she doesn't even have that going for her.
0: but she uh th- i mean i don't know if she actually speaks it but the what she's said sounds pretty good
2: <laughs> well I, I mean i, I can learn an introductory phrase yeah to spew for my introduction video, I'm you know
1: mm-hmm.
2: last I heard she doesn't speak Korean anyways, that's that so
0: anyway, we'll see how that goes <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> it, this still doesn't mean I'm not gonna keep my fingers crossed yeah. you know, and actually
0: it, it occurs to me that um uh, this somehow seemed more newsworthy, but uh Riho's also been like releasing songs and stuff and i and oh, I haven't yeah. actually been Her, keeping track the, of that yeah she dropped an she dropped an e p yeah.
1: Yeah, it's called daybreak which is pretty awesome and actually I'll listen to it and it's very it's very poppy very kind of dance um and it's really good and she also had a uh, actual live uh performance um which she had backup dancers that were um, choreographed by one of the muscle muscle, muscle metal sisters um from the 2018 tour
2: well yeah the group the group is 11 play
1: yeah 11 play thank you which is headed by Mikiko Yes. Yeah. So it's like this whole entire circular thing. But anyway, so she had that performance, and apparently it went really well. She actually used some of it for a new uh, music video uh, for I think it's called Laser, which is pretty catchy, I think. Uh, and then she announced that she's going on tour. So that's pretty cool. I'm pretty glad for her as well.
0: Excellent. So everybody's got something to do. As the, yeah, as the, uh, you know, the whatever it is, the legends are sealed. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and then Kano's still doing one five, yeah, one five, yeah.
0: They haven't done anything
2: in a while, but they're still trying. But uh, to stay yeah. on topic, yeah, Riho's a little mini album. I think it's five songs. It's great. Yeah, they knocked it out of the park. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff. Good pop.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Huh. Okay, yeah, I I I think I listened a little bit to the first the first song that that came out. Uh, didn't seem like something I would listen to usually if it weren't if I didn't know who it was. <laughs> But yeah, um, that's about as far as I got. I'll I'll go check out the rest of it.
1: Mm-hmm. Pretty catchy, attitude. yeah. The,
2: the first single I think it, what is it? Find me out. That song's a yeah. jam. I like I listen to that song a
0: lot. <laughs> Excellent. It's got a good beat.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, let's see. So, um, I suppose the main news that's not just peripheral <laughs> is uh, <laughs> there was a sort of obscure sounding post where they said um, together with all 10 episodes of metal resistance coming to a close the 10 year legend will be sealed from the world until that seal is broken baby metal will disappear from our sight time is running out there is no eternity in god's descent and i think that was what was tweeted um and there's something that went out to the one members that said something sort of like that uh with a little thing at the end that said oh and, and uh, the one membership you know lasts until march 31st as usual <laughs> yeah <laughs> um yeah But it's all very You know It's all very epic seeming And I mean like Essentially the idea is that um, They're They're saying uh, You know October 10th Is the end of the year um, The Anniversary year And So There is Supposed to be There's actually You know That's marked on the little calendar uh, The ending of 10 baby metal years So October 10th Mm-hmm So There's probably gonna be something That'll happen on that day More merch hmm Could be <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, more we'll merch.
0: We have uh, so we have this little um, map of like what's supposed to be happening, and w- what was funny is that we had a couple of question marks in the in there, like only the fo- only the fox god knows marks, uh, and mm-hmm. then they wound up sort of like filling in a couple, but then adding a couple more. Yeah. <laughs> so we we still have yeah. a bunch of like to be announced things.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But anyway, so yes, they they announced um, this this sort of like you know weird and doomsaying thing, you know, that, that made it sound like uh, they're going to go on hiatus or break or something. Uh, mm. And they added a couple of these, you know, to be announced slots um, and then immediately <laughs> filled in those two slots <laughs> yeah. with this exhibition and history book thing. I think a lot of people just read the sealed from view as something like what one might call a hiatus. They never said hiatus. Of course, they just said sealed from view. hmm Right. I think, I don't know what, I don't know what I think. I mean, like, you know, a lot of people have, have um, interpreted the word legend as just meaning like the live show. And I mean, like, so what this says is essentially they're not going to have any live shows until some unspecified date in the future, uh, which could be October 11th. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Right. So. Uh, if that's the case, then this is this. There's nothing to this. I mean, this this is not news. Mm-hmm. There wasn't any live show anyway,
1: <laughs> right?
0: Um, so, anyway, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, I mean, you could be right on that in the regards of like, I mean, because like festivals are opening back up again, and um, so maybe that could mean that they're not planning on attending any of these festivals. You know, that that could be seen as that too. That they're they're not planning on doing anything tour wise. Mm-hmm.
0: But is that announcement worthy? I mean, like, <laughs> I,
1: would, uh, is I this- mean, to some people, it might very well be. Some people are like, "Oh yeah, these festivals are coming up. Okay, where's Baby Metal? Like, why are they not on any of these festival lineups?" Da-da-da, you know, someone out there's probably asking those questions. Mm-hmm. Do not down the thoughts process of people sometimes i'm sure there's somebody that. makes a
2: good point i mean here's what would have happened if they didn't say anything we would have gone six months without them touring announcing anything or doing a stream or a show and we'd just be complaining about that mm-hmm. now yeah, we're complaining exactly. about them giving us a cryptic message telling us that they're not going to be doing anything for the foreseeable future
0: yeah. yeah. Although I I guess what I was thinking too is just that they never announced it before. I and mean, they they yeah. they did, you know, not participate right. in things and
1: Right. Well this is I mean with, you know, COVID and stuff, this is just a very you know they kinda need to in regards, I feel, but
0: oh, well I would have I would have done exactly the opposite. I mean like it's sort of obvious that they wouldn't do things now. I mean before there would have been no reason to not do things, so announcing it would have right. made sense before.
1: Well but- the thing is, is other bands are so it's like that's I kind of disagree with you on that yeah. one. There's because there's just so many bands that are like, yeah, we're going back on tour. This is great. Oh, hey, see us at our first show next week. Da da da. So it's like, why ain't baby Mel doing anything? So yeah, they kind of need to put that out there to say, hey, we're we're taking a time out on this, you know? Which I th- I, I I personally believe is a good thing because I know, like I said, Japan's still kind of dealing with their own crap. Over there as far as COVID is concerned. So I'm totally okay with it. That they're taking a timeout. Um, kind of. I don't know. I feel like even the little bit of a timeout. That we are getting. I feel it would make is going to make a really good reset. For when they do come back. You know. A lot of people. Like Kevin and I for instance. Um, we go to a lot of their shows.
2: <laughs> yeah.
1: And you know. We see a lot of this. Almost the same thing over and over again. You know. We don't want to you know, completely burnout or anything like that. So I feel like a little bit of downtime is actually a good thing. So, you know, yeah, we well, know that's why I said, I feel, we like know that, that there was
0: downtime from April to October though. I mean, like that was, that was a given already. Right.
1: All right. Well, it, it, you would think you would think it was a given. And as I mentioned, some people would not would not think about that. <laughs> you be like, "Where are they at?"
0: <laughs> well, I guess that's what I'm saying is that the um, like they're talking about the ten Baby metal years closing at uh, October mm-hmm. 10th, so mm-hmm. they could you know they could have reset just by playing a show on October 11th, right? I mean, I- in their new form.
1: Well, true. <laughs> Only the fox god knows. <laughs>
0: and they still could because the announcement doesn't say anything other other than that, right?
1: Right. No. I, yeah. True, I don't true, think true, that's true. likely.
0: You're... I think. Um,
2: I think the hiatus from live is plausible through the rest of the calendar year. Um, mm-hmm. because as, as Koba has mentioned in every interview where it's come up, and we've talked about on the show before, you know, the live experience for the fan is something that they you know spend a lot of time on. Um,
1: mm-hmm. and that's why
2: they haven't they didn't do a lot of streaming stuff. Um, and when they did it was pre-recorded because they're hyper they're laser focused on wanting to be able to fulfill the vision and create the best live experience they can yada 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 right. um and because they're closing metal resistance and teasing this new era you know was it stair- stairway to to Levy legend, legend right so they they're, they're transitioning into something new again and they're going to want to be able to do that at a grand I'm scale and focused you know, sure. in person, they're not going to want to waste that at a half capacity, Budokan, um, you know, especially when Japan is currently getting crushed yeah. by COVID. So,
0: yeah, I mean, that's, that is, I agree. I mean, I, that's what I thought was going to happen to that they would not, uh, the, the next big thing, their announcement is not going to be at a festival. It's not going to be a mm-hmm. stream. It's going to be at a show. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So whenever that, whenever a big scale show is possible,
2: Yeah. And hey, you know, if this is truly an evolution of their communication strategy and keeping trying to keep the fan base a little bit more informed, even if it's cryptic, you know, I'm all for that. That's something we've complained about constantly as a group in the past. You know, just just tell us. Why didn't you just tell us? Right. You know, even even if it was lore and, you know, cryptic, tell us that you're tell us that UE Metal is not coming on the U.S. tour, you know, stuff like that. So you right. know, if this is truly just an evolution in their communication strategy, I'm all for it.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I agree. All right. So yeah. So anyway. So we'll <laughs> see what happens. I guess they did sort of peg October 10th as the end of the anniversary.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yes.
1: A couple more months.
0: Yes. Soon. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't we? I think we determined that there are there are actually some things being like vinyl records and stuff being delivered even after that though right <laughs>
1: uh i think there's i think there was one that's going to be delivered in november yeah I all think... the
0: vinyls don't ship
2: till october november yeah, yeah. so um they'll probably be christmas merch
0: again
1: yeah cause some of them are not even being released until like end of september yeah. i think
0: well the yeah the the main release of the, the one set and all that stuff is september 29th i think so oh okay so in time,
2: I'm looking at it right now. My vinyls aren't expected to ship until after October 10th. So,
0: okay, yeah, and the um, the vinyl box set that we all slept through, yeah, <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, that uh, that I think shows up. It's supposed to show up on like on the 10th. Okay. So, mm. uh and it's supposed to include eh, who knows a uh, special guest pass that nobody knows right. what is for. <laughs> So.
1: I have a feeling it's just one of those, like, cutesy backstage, like, past things that's just for decoration, not for anything specific. Could be. That's my assumption. It'd be cool if it was, like, yeah. a
2: laminated Fox God crew card. Yeah.
1: Yeah, that would be cool. It'd be kind of cool, actually. <laughs> or,
0: you know, or they will announce something on October 10th that it's
1: yeah. good for. So. Oh. That... I, I like yeah. that. <laughs> I like that idea. That's a that's a good idea. I'm just excited for that idea. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds cool. I do think that. Anyway,
0: there sometimes I do think that this is a uh, it it's run a little bit like um, I assumed the writers' room at the TV show Lost was mm. run where it's like ah this seems cool let's just do this we'll figure out let next season's writers room figure <laughs> out why. Oh uh, yeah. jeez. <laughs> a good analogy. Uh, so, Anyway, uh, then I guess so. Immediately after they had, you know, done that—that that, you know, f- providing a whole bunch of new blanks—then uh, they then they filled in the blanks with the um, the exhibition and the history book. So we could maybe talk about mm-hmm. that a little bit. Uh, I'm and I'm not sure that I'm totally up to date on all the information, but the, I guess the <laughs> HMV in Tokyo and Osaka is going to have um, a fairly elaborate exhibition. Uh, in Tokyo, from September fourth to twenty third, and then in Osaka from October first to tenth. So shorter in Osaka, uh, but mm-hmm. it, it's basically I think it's like costumes and covers. What is it? Um, there's a bunch of stuff. Uh, you know, it's a museum exhibition. I think it's like a thousand yen to attend.
1: Yes, and mm-hmm. there's some
0: there's some merch that goes along with it too. Uh, you can get yes. uh, the pal. jacket badge collection. I was building up to that. The but pale, yes. I had, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't stop myself. It's so great. That's stupid pale. Yeah, you can get a a a, a pale con. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh,
1: pale
0: con. It, uh, Lenzner thinks that it's um, a uh, you know it's another pun on Budokan, uh, like the Budokan. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it is because it's a it's pale con, something like that. But. Um, at any rate, it's it's a bucket. Oh, it's so dumb.
1: I I honestly will put that up at, in the probably weirdest merch I've seen from them, in my opinion. Like
2: yeah. not eat, not only is it a bucket, it's a hundred dollar bucket.
1: It's ninety <laughs> right. nine hundred yen. Yeah, I I, I, I Good lord. Um, yep. Yeah, it's a little much, I think to have your name plastered on
0: it no it's a it's a I, so i believe it's actually from um i think i found it at some point uh, like you know japan pale company yeah <laughs> and it's like
1: a, it's actually from like a really high highly recommended yeah bucket, bucket producing but at yeah other day it's and, still a bucket, bucket. it's a pail it's, it's a bucket
0: <laughs> yeah they they uh, you, uh, like uh, on the on the J-pail site, you can see like they put the you know they'll, they'll put your designs on it or whatever. It's a metal thing. It's got a cover, uh, but um, yeah. <laughs> anyway, mm. so I, I it's unfortunately it's not a beach pail because uh if it because
1: that would have been fantastic you know uh,
0: but it could be a beach be pail though. That's right. I was because I mean like we we were almost right in our in our you know our oh, right. first predictions. Oh my God, you're right!
2: <laughs> I totally forgot about that.
1: Yep. Yeah. Wait, what? I thought that's what you were talking about initially. Was that's why you were so excited about it. <laughs> oh my gosh, you you forgot about that?
2: Yeah, I totally forgot about that. <gasps>
1: yeah. Oh no, I immediately saw that and I was just like <laughs> Oh my god,
2: of all the things that almost came true, that was not one of them right? I predicted. Yeah. Oh, right.
0: <laughs> what a time to be alive. Yeah. Right. <laughs> But it is it is it's gotta have been the weirdest. (laughs) I I mean, like you know, the pizza delivery bag (laughs) is weird. You know, phone stand. You know, I can sort of see that's that's kind of a regular merch
2: thing. Yeah, but at least at least those weren't heinously expensive. This is a hundred dollar bucket.
1: Yeah, right.
2: I can go to the hardware store and get a pail for two dollars. Well,
1: I think the carrier thing was like eighty, wasn't it? It was like eight thousand eight thousand yen or something.
2: At least that has some utility.
1: Exactly. That does have utility to it and like it purpose and you know advertisement worthy stuff. Whereas a pail, it's like you're gonna put dirty water in it and pour it onto your plants, maybe. Or you you know, there's only so much you could use with it. No, it's
2: gonna sit in a box. It's gonna sit in a yeah. box, no one's gonna open it. <laughs>
1: of course. Or that too. You're not gonna use a
2: hundred dollar pail.
1: <laughs> no. If you're going to charge yeah. me
2: a hundred dollars for a pail, it better come with like fluorescent paint gold. or something in it. Yeah. The, the official gold color of baby metal. That'd be cool. Brought to you by Sherwin right. Williams or something.
0: Actually, if you, if, <laughs> if you buy the pail, they should give you an additional like cheap pail that you can use as a pail.
1: <laughs> right. So you don't so have you to have use your display
0: virtual. pail and <laughs> usable pail. Oh my God. Right. That'd be great.
1: And decoration pail. The
0: actual, I, I looked up the actual Budokan. uh, the the one thing with that they sold originally, yeah. uh, you know, with the Budokan uh-huh. show, and uh, that was cheaper than this pail. <laughs> the whole the whole the one thing was like sixty five hundred yen.
1: That had extra stuff yeah. in it, though. It yeah. had the keychains, it had the neck brace, and then of course it had the I think either the, or the CDs or the Black CD. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. It had the the CDs in it. So like,
0: eh. yeah,
1: <laughs> it, come on. <laughs>
0: I mean, it was several years ago. There's inflation and stuff like that. But still, I mean, it it is pretty hilarious. The whole of both popularity
2: and currency. Yeah. Uh,
1: (laughs) Makes me sad. But whatever.
2: So anyway,
0: that's.
1: I mean, I got to respect it.
2: The guy's just sitting there. Let's try a bucket. These idiots. We'll see if these idiots will
0: buy a bucket. (laughs) (laughs) He's like looking around (laughs) his garage.
1: (laughs) Let's hope it's to order and not that they've already got all this printed out. Right. Well, it
0: does say made-to-order products. Like the, like, yeah. So I think you do have to order it, and then they'll probably oh, submit an oh, order. Oh, I yeah. see.
1: Oh, yeah, I guess it does say that, doesn't it? So okay. I, I
0: suppose,
2: I don't, I don't know, maybe was it the Japan Pale Company or whatever you found? You mm-hmm. know, maybe at such low quantity they are working out that's expensive, and it's not a horrible deal. But uh, being uninformed mm-hmm. on things like that, sitting on the outside looking in, I can't
0: help but laugh. Yeah, yeah. Right. It is pretty funny. But, I mean, they are a comedy group, so what do you think? I mean, yeah. Like- <laughs>
1: right uh, they like being laughed at sometimes
2: yeah, get, yeah, and, right and the other thing yeah. being uh, sold is the framed poster
0: yeah which oh. is and, and mm-hmm. that's that's you know pretty reasonable actually
1: that is actually very common for a poster with a frame like that from Japan to cost yeah, that much metal frame it's, it is
0: 22,000 yen
1: mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's common cause I there's so I bringing me into Maggie's world here uh play a game called Final Fantasy 14, which is the MMO version of Final Fantasy. Um, and they have multiple expansions. And one of the expansions, uh oh gosh, which one is it? I can't remember. Anyway, uh on the Japanese site for like Square Enix who creates the game, uh their in-store stuff, they have these posters on here of all these different arts and stuff, the um they advertise for the game. And it's like thirty three thousand yen to get one of these in a one of those posters in a frame, mm-hmm. which makes me sad because I want one of them, but I'm not willing to pay three hundred and thirty dollars yeah. yeah. for plus a poster, shipping. <laughs> plus shipping yeah. from Japan, and it's metal, which is probably another forty fifty dollars if not more because yeah. of the size, the obscure size of it. So this is this is not unusual.
0: When it says a framed metal poster, uh, I assume the the frame is metal, not the whole. Yeah object
1: (laughs) right no no you're you're correct on that yeah the frame the frame is definitely and i i think the actual like paper that they printed on is a little bit nicer than your typical poster paper
2: i mean it could be a metallic Um, print that is a thing
1: Mm -hmm. oh that would be kind of nice that would be neat i have made my own own
2: metallic prints so it it could actually be it, it's probably just a play on words. Oh, it's he? a fun play on words. Yeah. Like a metal frame for a metal group. We're gonna call it a metal poster. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> right.
0: Could well be, yeah. hmm But uh anyway, yeah, so the, so these are uh, these are the merch items that go along with the uh museum exhibit. Um and I think let's see, so uh it's gonna be a, a history of baby metal uh with outfits and including a visit from Koba metal himself. Yeah. Uh, so I probably
1: see that would be cool.
0: I, I, I'm not sure what there's there. Actually, uh, there are t- um, two opening dates for, you know, one for uh Tokyo and one for Osaka. I think the, they're both Saturdays. I think the Osaka one is actually the day after it starts and the Tokyo one is the day it starts. But um, I, I'm assuming that's going to be when Koba shows up. I don't know. Yeah. I don't uh, know. I don't think we have a date on that, but he'll show up and answer mm-hmm. questions. Mm-hmm. Like what's with the pail? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it'll be interesting
2: to see what comes of that. What?
1: Uh-huh. That would not be only what
2: cool. he's willing to answer, but what Japanese fans are willing to ask. Right. Because if he did that here, God, I hope he never does. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that would be awful.
1: Pretty much. Oh, that. Yeah. Would be, I don't even yeah, want to speculate or bad. think about that. No. No, definitely not.
0: Another thing that um, comes along with this, I guess it's 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 sort of grouped together in the same bit of news, but it's actually a separate thing, which is a book. So right, it, mm-hmm. it's um two hundred and twenty four ish pages, A five size. So I think that's that's like a headobound yeah M- magazine book size, size or whatever yeah mm-hmm. yeah, uh, and it's called uh ten baby metal legends uh live history book or something like that yeah mm-hmm. it's I think it's basically just it's written by koba it's reviewing uh the actual shows along the way is i mean it's it's sort of show centric legend show centric
1: I think it's really neat yeah i think i I mean I did not get it for myself, but I mean that would be kind of cool just to flip through and read well if you know Japanese, um, Hedoban, Hedoban <laughs>
2: did this right after Tokyo Dome. I think it was Hedoban. Um, I picked it up at Tower Records when I was there. Um, and I imagine this will be largely the same kind of thing with more up-to-date information mm-hmm. and directly from the source. Uh, but it's mm-hmm. a cool thing. Like, it's got pages that talks about all the costumes. Um, it's uh, got show reports on all the shows that had happened up through Tokyo Dome. Um, it's got great photos of everything. It talks about both albums, all the tracks, a little bit of history behind the music. Um, and this is all from Hedabon. Um So to get an official source written by Koba,
0: actually, pretty cool.
2: Yeah, like I, I, I look forward mm. to this thing.
0: It's a, it's a PMC uh, PM Music Complex related okay. publication. Yeah, this one.
1: Mm. So yeah, and of course they have alternate covers depending on where you can yeah. get it from. yep yeah. yeah.
0: that's that's Which, pretty cool. <laughs>
1: Which, to be fair, all of them are actually really cool. Yep, I like them all. Yeah, so I think
0: I haven't quite figured it out, but I think there are five. I think there are five different covers because I think the um um the one the one that looks like that metal poster I think is also a cover that's like the standard edition cover that's not even a special yeah. cover. Well, there there are two photos. There is this sort of red photo and the sort of blue or gray photo. Um, And Mm -hmm. each of those photos is on two different editions. One of them on one of the editions, it wraps around so that uh, there's only like one person on the front and one person on the back. And then the other editions it's the entire photo is contained on the front and then the back is just black.
1: That's right. Right, right, right.
0: Which means that it's a little bit of a stretch to say that you need them all in a way.
1: Right. Pretty much.
0: Uh, But yeah, so Tower, Amazon, HMV and Osmart have the, the four special covers.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I think I'm trying to remember what I did <laughs> now. Uh, I think I probably went with Amazon and Osmart, but because that, mm-hmm. that gets the two different, uh, the two different photos. Mm.
1: Like I said, I didn't pick it up just because of reasons, but if I hear good things about it and it's not completely sold out, I'll probably just get a, a, Uh, Just a typical edition later on. Maybe we'll see. Yeah, I don't don't
2: think this one will sell out because you can get it from so many different Mm -hmm. places. I mean, the the vinyls never sold out either.
0: Yeah, I think you can still get the graphic novel. (laughs) You can, in fact, still get the graphic novel. (laughs) Yeah, in fact, you probably can still get the like the giant edition. Probably.
1: (laughs) Uh, Oh the uh, the oh you mean the 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 clamshell case?
2: Yeah, yeah, the one that's.
1: Oh, I the size I don't of a dining know.
2: table. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's pretty large. It is. I have to sit it I have to sit it sideways on my shelf because it's so big.
0: <laughs> it is an inconvenient size. I mean it's cool, but it's it's, it's very cool large. Oh, I, yeah. I assembled my gong. Ah, nice. <laughs> it was a little bit more DIY huh. than I was anticipating. You have to actually tie the little the tie the little string and then. Oh mine oh, really? then, can assembled. Oh really? My my string was just loose, and uh, so I had to tie it up. And then you know, like I had to tie it in such a way that the gong was like the right vertical Hmm. uh, distance. You know, because when I first tied it up, I was, you know, sort of tied it close with a small knot, and then the gong was hanging too low.
2: (laughs) Oh yeah, mine was. I just had to put the mallet on it. It was ready to go.
0: Huh. Cool. Maybe I got a beta version.
2: Well, at least you didn't get. uh, I saw somebody had the logo printed on it at like a forty-five degree angle.
0: Oh, that's oh, not yeah. cool. Yeah.
2: So <laughs> at least that didn't happen I, to you. Yeah. That's true.
0: Uh, I didn't, I didn't affix the stickers to anything, but,
2: uh, yeah, I didn't either.
0: Cause I don't, you know, that like you were saying before, you can't, you know, you can't paint a gong because it'll ruin the sound. And I, I'm sure a sticker on this one will also ruin the sound, <laughs> such as it was. You right. really can't ruin the sound of this more than it's already ruined.
1: Right. Is, <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> What? There's not much of a no. sound.
0: I'm kind of looking forward to that book. I, I have lost track of when it's supposed to be <laughs> published. Uh, first week of September, um, I think. No. Oh, okay. That's awfully soon. Oh, yeah. yes. No, I remember. I remember this because there is a tiny chance that I will have it in my hands as I go to the airport. Ah, yes. <laughs> that's Con.
1: right. That's right.
0: <laughs> but uh, that's only a very tiny chance. Yeah,
2: DHL's got to really be on the ball for you to get that before you get to the airport. I think.
0: Yeah, <laughs> but we'll see. Um, as as I mentioned at the outset, like it's it's not there has been very little sort of advertising. But but um, the person who's been uh, kind of organizing the Silk Road track has been going around to a couple of podcasts and stuff, and and we've gotten a mention. <laughs> yeah, you know, like almost nothing else in the whole Silk Road panel that gets a mention, but this one does. <laughs> yeah I mean, the Silk Road track I mean so
1: that's awesome though
0: so we're pretty excited for it yeah I think it'll be fun mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> now yeah. there's
0: additional pressure <laughs> yeah <but>. no
2: kidding
1: <laughs> yeah
0: uh okay let's see is it is there anything else that we should be talking about that we have not talked about
1: um not really I mean we're pretty much caught up with everything
2: yeah I think we're there Excellent. Next time we'll uh, return to a more focused topic.
0: Yeah. I think there is a, uh, uh, you know, ever increasing huge list of uh, uh, translated interviews.
2: Yeah. <laughs> that, yes.
0: Um, they're super interesting, but um, uh, so I'm not sure exactly what we're going to cover next time, but probably we'll talk about um, some subset of the ones that have recently come out. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. That's the extent of our plan. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay, I think I will then close it off. If there's
1: nothing else, All right. so that sounds spiffy
0: Excellent. So that's it for this episode. You can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you listen on will help people find it. So please do that. We'll be back here in about two weeks. We hope you'll join us then. And until then, see you.